0: John. How are you, man?
1: Do you need to get that call?
0: Uh, yeah, there was no call.
1: <laughs> hey, I want to welcome you to another episode of Saturday Morning Sales Meeting. Uh, yes, welcome. We appreciate you listening. Today, we have finally, from the uh, the begs and pleading from... Oh, uh, <laughs> what's that, John? Your phone going off over there, yeah, that's
0: it? A text. But uh, I actually heard the ding. I mean, like, it's, uh, uh, almost as if your sound wasn't off. Well, <laughs> interesting. <laughs> I mean, maybe it's a
1: conspiracy.
0: No, so I mean, it's broken. That's what you're going to go with? Yeah.
1: I think that was a plant. I think you... Uh,
0: yeah, somehow... I snuck over there and <laughs> slipped it on. I think you texted me. 'Cause I'm very stealthy like that.
1: Yeah, I think you texted me so my phone would go off so you could make a joke about my phone
0: going Yep, that. I set the whole thing up.
1: Alright, well it was a master plan and well executed right. Thank you. Thank you. I think you should uh
0: victory, I claim fiddle, victory. You
1: should fiddle with your cigar and say I love it when a plan comes together. Uh, yeah, I,
0: I uh I think it's uh I think it's just karma.
1: Yeah. Could be.
0: Right. I think it's good just come to those who wait. the way the universe works, John. You want to give me a hard time all the time? There you go. Well,
1: I'm glad you bring that up because the topic of the day is accountability. <laughs> how we are accountable for our actions yeah. and how do we hold our teams accountable. Right. So this was a listener requested topic. Yeah. A uh, good friend of mine, Rob, uh, you, you probably know Rob. He's, he's a good a friend of mine. Yeah, I man, like Rob. He's a consultant, trainer in the industry. Yeah. Yeah, he said, hey guys, why don't you do a little topic about this? So, All right.
0: So we're going to. So here we go. Yeah. All right, so would this be considered your topic or my topic?
1: This would be a listener requested topic. Okay. All right. So we need I just know how
0: you specify, right? You get very <clears throat> granular on that. Well, is your topic or my topic? Well, or... well, Ray, normally we need a leader. You know,
1: someone to steer the conversation. And I'm
0: happy to take that mantle, John.
1: Well, today we're both going to be the leader. (laughs) What organization does not benefit by having two co-equal leaders? Kind of (laughs) like the
0: office having two branch managers. What a horrible idea. (laughs) Absolutely horrible idea. Not in this case. I just say, generally speaking, I have to stand on the side of against that. Against having
1: co-managers?
0: I uh, believe in the Steve Jobs principle Mm -hmm. that he pushed all through uh, Apple, which was, if more than one person is responsible, nobody's responsible. Right. So you have to have one defined person of responsibility okay. and some uh,
1: somebody to fire somebody who's asked to chew out so,
0: somebody who owns the, the, now the buck he, stops there right and now they have the responsibility to manage those people under if they've got to change personnel or you know whatever they need to do but ultimately every project every system had a responsible party and i think that i can't argue with that i think that's that's the fundamental best way to do it. And I've seen people try to circumvent that, and it never goes well. Yeah. It never goes well, right? Any examples? Well, I, I, I mean, I don't want to call anybody out, especially since <laughs> it would be negative. But I certainly, I, I can think of a few where, you know, Either the the task didn't get done yeah. because both people said, "Oh, well, the other guy will take right. care of it," or right. the other girl will take care of it, whatever. Or one person kind of took the charge and the other person just didn't do didn't anything. Do anything <laughs> right? Yeah. I, so I just, um, yeah, the two freshest examples. Again, I don't want to be too specific. No, I think you, those
1: were great examples. You don't have to go further if you right? don't want to.
0: Yeah. I don't wanna you know say no. say actual names.
1: No, no, that was fine. It's either the project doesn't get done right. completely or one person ends up doing all the work or maybe you've got a strong personality who ends up just saying, Oh, I'll do it this way. Oh, Let's yeah. do it this way. We're gonna do it this way And then the other guy's going, Well I think this is stupid and I'm gonna look bad but right. And anyway. when you
0: say that Yeah in in you know your that example, right? When you mm-hmm. say I think this is stupid, which you're referencing Many of your own thoughts as we engage in things, right? I mean, uh, <laughs> no, no, right? This because is a I've pleasure. seen the same look on your face when you're talking to me as you had when you just said, "Well, this is stupid." Well, look at me like,
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, right? I think most of the time, uh, I, I just think if you feel strongly one way, then that's fine with me, if, because you do the you same. If you were me. How would you feel if you were me? You'd feel like i feel, right? I'm trying in my old age to understand that when people feel strongly about something, then even though I think they're wrong, (laughs) then okay, well, if you feel strongly, that's fine. I mean, like, I start thinking, how's this going to hurt me if I disagree with them and let them do it their way? It's no skin off my back, bro. You want to name this episode, uh, uh, what was that word?
0: uh accountability? No, no, not <laughs> this episode.
1: The other episode that was like Scallywags
0: or Scarmandoo. Oh or... yeah, I know. That was, you know, when when it's yours and mine, that word the title that you gave that thing, that was you. It uh, was no. 100% you. Uh, no. I know. <laughs> I actually was not really a huge fan of it. I know. But you felt strongly about it, so perfect example.
1: Exactly. Because
0: I I didn't That's... care enough to say Absolutely not. I, you know, I, I right. cannot condone this. But I did say it's not my favorite, but <laughs> all right. Well, I,
1: said, I said, let's give it a week. Let's see how many listens it gets in a week. And if the title causes, you know, our listenership to right. drop on that particular episode, and then a week later it did. Yeah, I, Like most of I our mean, episodes has X number of listens, and this had X minus one half.
0: Right. And, you know, that's a perfect scientific experiment, but it certainly uh, led us to, you did change the name. Yes.
1: So, hey, I admit when I'm wrong. I'm looking for the best possible team outcome, Ray.
0: Absolutely. Best idea wins.
1: Absolutely. So, uh, accountability, accountability. Let's see. What comes to mind when you think of accountability?
0: I would say the first thing that comes to mind is more the, the KPI, managing the numbers, the activity-based, right? It's all the, you know, are you hitting your goal numbers? Are you doing the activities to the levels that we would expect? And if not, why not? And, you know, those those coaching conversations, that that type of accountability. Yeah. Uh, you know, but we even talked before we we started here, and I, I don't want to, uh, you know, You're do a spoiler. Thunder? Yeah, now okay, I won't go no, there, No,
1: dude. This this first. Well, one no, here. you go. Well,
0: yeah, because this was I thought <laughs> I I liked where your train of thought was.
1: Well, I, I, first I thought okay, we have a, a an accountability to ourselves to hold ourselves to a high standard, or you know, whatever our. Personal moral compass is, you know, to have a moral standard to be ethical up to our own standard, right? And um, you know, to perform, you know, you're getting paid for a certain amount of work or a certain amount of time, Uh, so you know, fulfill that obligation, take responsibility, to be accountable, to to give your employer. What the amount that they are paying you for? Right, right, and it's probably a good idea to exceed that amount. Oh, yeah. if you were just meeting it, yeah, you're, you're probably failing. not going to be there very long. No, but right. then on the other hand, but
0: and that's internal motivators. That's you right. know, am I am I truly performing, you know, at the at the best that I possibly can for my own success yeah. as well as for the success of the team? You know, I mean, I i had a coach who every time we'd walk off the field he, you know bring everybody together and say did you give your all did you leave everything on the field right do you yeah, have yeah. anything left in the gas tank or did you leave it all in the field and if you can't say you honestly left it all on the field you know that that should be an internal motivator that tomorrow or next time or you know, that yeah i'm going to leave it all on the field i'm going to yeah, give no, my no, all so, for the yeah. for the time i had
1: there was an episode of The Office where uh, they were taken over by Sabre. You remember that Sabre? Yeah, Sabre. Uh, well, Joe, the owner of Sabre, is uh, in the office in Scranton, Pennsylvania, at this particular time, and Michael goes in there and knocks on the door in the conference room and kind of peeks his head in and said, uh, "Joe, it's, uh, it's it's five o'clock. You know, so usually our quitting time. I think we're gonna go." And she goes, well, Michael, if you feel that you and your team have put in a full day's work, then you should go home.
0: Yeah, I think she so even went a little beyond that. Yeah. Like, if you feel like you can look yourself in the mirror and say, yeah. you did everything you could today to, you know, yeah. be successful. Right.
1: Or, yeah. yeah, so he walks out and says, nope, nope. Yeah, yeah we're not leaving. We're now. not leaving. Yeah. <laughs> But then finally, about 8 o'clock, he goes back in there and says, I feel like we did a good job today, and I'm going to let my people go home. And she looks up and goes, okay. Yeah, great. Yeah, like you could have left at 3 if that's how you felt. Right. You know. Right.
0: Well, and and what a great, you know, example uh, of of leading without saying, everybody's going to stay here (laughs) until 8 o'clock tonight. I don't care what. But to, you know, kind of put it back on the individual and say, Hey, have you done your best, right? And that's kind of the, the coaching uh, example I gave.
1: All right, so, so we agree we have an accountability to ourselves. I think that's something everyone can agree on. But we also have an accountability to our teammates, right? The people below us, above us, equal to us right. in the organization. They are, you know, it's like uh, Belichick. I hate this quote because I don't think it applies in very many situations, but it, it may hear, is Belichick famously saying, you do your job.
0: Yeah, that was you know? the, the, you know, last time they won the Super Bowl, that was the theme of the entire season from mm-hmm. training camp all the way through to the Super Bowl. Okay, well, I didn't know the whole backstory. Yeah, I just heard the quote. I love that. I love that statement, yeah. right? Do your job, right? Yeah. Don't worry about you know what the person next to you doing behind you whatever you just do if everybody would just focus fully that's what i love about that quote is if everybody would just focus fully on their taking care of their responsibility and not yeah well yeah i'll hit my guy but you know he's gonna miss his or oh you know Uh, what's he doing back in the back don't worry about that you do your job and the rest will take care of itself yeah, and if everybody has that mentality of I'm just going to do the best at what I'm required to do, then uh, yeah, things work out. Yeah. Which, why don't you like it? Well, I don't know.
1: In my opinion, it kind of comes across, and maybe this is just my perception. You know, my glasses that I wear throughout life, it could come across as like stay in your lane. You know, like don't worry about other departments. Don't you know? Don't try to help them. Don't give them feedback that may help them improve. You just stay in your lane and focus on your job. And, you know, I, because I used to work like that. Yeah. You know, as a salesman starting out, hell, I was a rookie. I was new. I didn't know what I was doing. It took all my energy to figure out my lane. Right. You know, and to be the best that I could be at my job. But I think, you know, as I grew and, and it's, I'm no exception, as people grow and kind of learn more about their environment, they might have some feedback on other things and not that you know that's an excuse to tell everybody how they're screwing up. Right. Right. <laughs> but I don't know. Well, I it, just like the the more feedback, you know, let's all talk about it. Let's let's get everybody's numbers out here on the table, you know, like you say about coming into a meeting is, "Alright, leave your feelings at the door. We're right. just going to look at the data." Yeah. You know.
0: Right, let's talk through what happened. Yeah. Yeah, and and I I don't think I I don't see it from that perspective. Yeah. I don't think it's a it's a you know stay, stay in your lane. lane or your silo and yeah. right don't have any engagement i think part of your responsibility part of doing your job is to raise the team yeah right to the best About it can be.
1: you're in yeah your you, responsibility
0: you, yeah primarily make sure you're you're focused on you you know yeah. i mean i i, I know a, a preacher one time I, I don't know if it's a, a good example or not but you know, a couple of people... Let's co- give it a shot Yeah. See. Hey, yo, I'm going to. I'm going for it. Yeah. <laughs> um, a couple of guys from, you know, different denominations who were, you know, in this kind of study group, this men's group that was trying to, you know, kind of get better following the scriptures. And they were having a debate between them on, you know, the principles with one denomination opposed uh, uh, to the principles of the other denomination. And the preacher came up to him, and they asked him, well, what do you think? And he said, uh, you know the red words in the Bible? And he go, oh, yeah, the words, you know, what Jesus said? He goes, yeah. He goes, just do the red words. Don't, don't worry about anything else. If you're doing the red words, you're good. Right? If you're not doing the red words, then start doing the red words. Right? I mean, what, what are you worried about everything else for? Just do, just do the red words. And right. I kind of see this from that perspective of, you know, do do your job. Focus on what you can do to be better today. Right? And I think if yeah. your primary focus is there, yeah, there's going to be an offshoot of, of uh, you know, assistance to the other departments. And it's yeah. not, you know, yeah, hey, I don't, I don't give mean... a crap what you're doing. Uh, yeah. I was yeah, going to say, you know. I don't
1: mean it's like, you know, laying all of your problems on other. People in other departments. I mean, it more like putting your arm around guys sitting on the line beside you and saying, "Hey, man, I just noticed if you put your foot back a little bit further, you get a better launch." Right. You know, you know take it for what it's worth. It's just my opinion, but right. I don't know. <laughs> but what the
0: hell do I know? Yeah. <laughs>
1: well, anyway.
0: And I think. I, I think both
1: sides of the argument have been. The cases of, have been made.
0: Part of accountability, I think, is the ultimate accountability of leadership to make sure you have the right people in the right roles right so ultimately it's the accountability accountability up the chain that i know i've got the right guy doing the right job and if not then i as a leader it's incumbent on me to get that guy out of that role and move him to a role that's better suited for him or suited, yeah. for the sake of the rest of the team go ahead and uh, and move him out yeah, yeah. We try to train them. If the training
1: doesn't take, then yeah, we yeah, just make a Find a better fit for it. I, I hate the idea of getting demoted or you're fired or we're going to move you because you suck. Right. But no, I'm going to find a better fit for you. Yeah. Look, uh, you know, Mr. Sales Manager. But sometimes I, there's
0: not a better fit, John. Look,
1: Mr. Sales Manager, I know that you closed 30 deals this month. Good job. Hey, way to go. But I think that your true talent lies in washing and waxing cars.
0: Right. We're going to put you in a porter position. See, that's a weird that's a example. Yeah. He personally closed 30 deals? Yeah. All right. I mean, yeah. How many are do they doing a month?
1: Uh, 300.
0: <laughs> All right, so he only <laughs> the, closed they only, have, they only have four managers. How
1: many ups did he take? <clears throat> he didn't take any ups. He just took TOs.
0: I mean, TOs. That's what I meant.
1: He took uh,
0: 160 TOs. <laughs> and he closed 30 of right? them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think car washing would be good. <laughs> I'm, I'm with that. I'm down with I'm that. I'm curious. You know,
1: I'm a math guy. I'm curious how, what would make you lean the other way, that it's not a good decision. How uh, many how many T.O.'s would he have had to take? Uh,
0: well, I mean, you know, it, I sure. asked the question prior to knowing there were a 300-unit store. I was thinking maybe yeah. they're an average, you know. No, kind of I don't know. I just one hundred and twenty. Well, that's your scenario, Hey, man. You know, you've concocted this whole thing in your brain, so you know. Well, I'm in about four seconds, right? But I'm just trying to kind of fill you out why you, why he would have been successful on thirty, but he was successful on thirty out of one hundred and sixty. Yeah, yeah, I got a little bit of a problem with <laughs> you that. You
1: couldn't, you know, there are those that can infer from incomplete
0: data. Yeah, well, I, I think there's way too many variables. I think if they, you know, sold 50 units, and he TO'd 30 and closed all 30, I think this is all irrelevant,
1: Ray. You got the point I was trying to make. Who cares about the damn math? You're trying, you're trying to save this guy's job. Well, well let me I just, give me all the data first before I decide I if he just,
0: should be a porter or not. I just thought it was peculiar that you would bring up that he, uh, you closed 30 deals. I'm, I'm thinking, just, well, God, I, I could have said 50, well,
1: I could well, have said two. I, I
0: think to make a point, you go with the exaggeration. So you'd be like, eight. Uh, yeah, you talked to 30 people, you didn't close one of them. <laughs> I think maybe, you know, you might be better suited to wash and wax cars. Well, I
1: was trying to give him a pat on the back. I was trying to sandwich the <laughs> bad and hold
0: the fictitional manager accountable. I was trying to sandwich it between Man, two compliments. I, I was starting to feel a little bad for the guy <laughs> because he's getting ready to be kicked out <laughs> to the detail shop. So I thought maybe, like, all right, let me give him 30 deals that he closed, all right? Let me, let me help him out. You are so empathetic and sympathetic. That even in my... That even in this concocted fictional story, to prove a point, you still... I, you know, I just can't be that mean to the guy. I mean, come on. Give him credit. He closed 30 deals, right? I mean, I get that he took 160, stuff. but... <laughs> that's wow.
1: exactly about train of thought. Of course it was.
0: You're, you know... You're, you got a big heart, John. You got a big uh, heart. And that's you know, nothing to be shamed of. Huh... That is it's good stuff right there. All right. Well, let's talk right. about
1: management. Let's talk about sales managers, BDC managers, general managers. Damn
0: managers. Service managers. Right. Let's talk about them all. Every problem in a dealership is what, John? It's a management problem and according every to the solution. And every solution. Well, I, I wish I could say I originated the thought. I think you did. No, nah, I'm not going to take credit for it. No. Lawson Owen. Oh, really? That's where I got that. I know? like old L. O. Oh, of course. Good guy. Really good, good guy. guy. Very, very smart. Great presenter. Uh, but yeah, every but problem he, in the dealership is a management problem, and I, I, have, I have extrapolated you know, from that to say every problem in in every business. You know a
1: funny thing about Lawson Owen that not everybody knows?
0: What's that, John?
1: He's a big fan of skinny jeans. And <clears throat> that's not true. And he's not a small guy. I mean, he's kind of a bigger guy. Uh, So the skinny jeans, they rub his legs. So he shaves his legs so that he can wear skinny jeans. Did you
0: know that? That's not true. Yeah, could be. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. No, you are I more you are more concerned with your fictional manager <laughs> than you are with somebody you know and respect. Oh, and that's because I know him. I can give him a little ribbing every now. Come on, I love Lawson. You know I do. I so, greatly
1: respect him and admire him.
0: So what I was saying was, uh, every business, I would contend, every problem in a business, regardless of the industry, yeah. every problem is a management problem, and every solution is a management solution. You do remember that one guy that
1: worked with us that loved the skinny jeans. I do. Yes. That I was do. a running joke. Yes. That's what I was and, referencing. And
0: and Lawson brought up his skinny jeans. <laughs> he it. And yes. uh, and it was very funny. <laughs> right. I mean, uh, an entire room full of people with one aside <laughs> right. comment um, was in hysterics. <laughs> yeah, so does. all right,
1: come back. Come yeah, back to let's me guys. Come back. Uh, so management. Let's get into management. So I I have three little points here and I'll just throw them out there and we can talk about whatever you want to here. Um, when it comes to holding your teams accountable, right, the people that work under you or that you're leading, I think when it comes to accountability, we need three things, and that's a clearly defined um, goal or objective. You know, what am I going to hold you accountable to? Right. Here are the job expectations. Then we have to get agreement that the employee understands, okay, these are the things you're going to hold me accountable for. Right. And, you know, we all agree that that's going to happen. And then we need to have regular status updates as to how that employee is doing at achieving those, those requirements. Oh, yeah. Because I, I don't want to tell a guy when he's hired, all right, I want you to, you know, say a BDC agent. I want right. you to make 100 phone calls a day. Well, three months later, we're looking at, hey, you've only been making 50 phone calls a day. What the hell? I told you up front you needed to make 100. Right. You know, that's just not fair. Yeah. We need to have some regular check in. Give them the tools to succeed. Right. You know, whether it's a lack of knowledge or a lack of ability or a lack of motivation. Right. Let's figure that out.
0: Yeah. Well, and I, I think failure is as often a K and OW problem that they just don't know how to achieve what it is you're asking them to achieve yeah. as, as it is a lack of motivation or you know just a unwillingness
1: it's like hiring a salesperson and saying hey you know the average here is uh, 12 cars a month and we expect you to sell 12 cars a month
0: right there's your desk right go get them (laughs) right yeah no and then the next time you talk to them is well this is your second month in a row that you only did six cars thanks for trying yeah we're gonna have to let you go (laughs) yeah next yep hey you got me a new batch over there yeah where's my next group all right so yeah, so I think accountability at the activity level is the easiest, right? And and it's still not done well because yeah. of the lack of regular check ins, right? right? They typically will let things go and let things go, and people don't like to have those difficult conversations. And I think it's because they make them difficult rather than because they are required to be difficult. I think again with with regular intervention, you can catch a problem early. And you can, you know, coach them through it, right? Absolutely. So, but that's the easier side. I think the, the harder side is more the, you know, company culture, accountability measures, right? The management level, right? I mean, it's, you, you hold managers accountable for the activities of the, of the staff. right? Well, you know, I mean, typical manager, if somebody, staff members failing, especially in dealership, you're going to be like, well, that guy sucks. It's not my fault. That guy sucks. <laughs> Right? No, it's your fault. Dude, <laughs> only in ninety nine cases out of hundred does that
1: occur. Right,
0: yeah, I know. Right?
1: But before the manager goes, five salespeople are gonna go. Right. And then oh. before that manager then before the GSM goes, a manager or two is gonna go. Right,
0: right, <laughs> right. right, And that's that's that, you know, the whole you know, uh, the whole scale there of, you know, as the is the owner holding the GM responsible, right? Am I holding you accountable? And what are you doing to make sure your are is successful? Is that GM holding his, you know, GSM and service managers accountable and saying, hey, you know, and not accountable from a crack the whip, but accountable from what struggles are you having, right? You know, I mean, do you think we can hit this next number? What do you think the roadblocks are going to be to hitting that next number? Right? I mean, What's what are you putting plan. in place? What's your plan, right, to, to grow your department? And you know, oh, I like this part of the plan. Let's talk a little more about this part because I, you know, I don't know that that's going to work so well. And then G- GSM's holding his, you know, his desk guys and, and uh, his management team accountable, right? Who are you working with, right? Who are the weak links? Can we, you know, coach them in, or do we need to, you know, move them out? Um, and regular conversations, you know, I mean, uh, you know, meeting is it, it's a it has a negative connotation with it. But but we got to have
1: meetings as long as they're I mean we could do a whole topic on meeting how to have an effective meeting right 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 uh, because yeah we can all agree that those are usually less effective than they could be
0: oh I'm absolutely yeah and I think the the smaller the group, the more effective the meeting can be right yeah. because it can be a dialogue it can be a check your you know your title at the door and let's it. really you know dive into you know uh, post-op planning. Well,
1: what you're describing there, Ray, is the PIR method, plan, implement, review. Really? Did you just make that up? It's called the peer review. (laughs) It's not called the peer review. Peer
0: review is being reviewed by your peers. (laughs) PIR, plan, implement, review. Did you just make that up? Yeah. Did you really?
1: That yeah, was it's good, in it? Right, I can pass right. it off as a uh, Dilbert principle or something. I don't know. <laughs> right. Or <laughs> you can just it say it's a John Higgins principle. You know, H- Hannah's Book of Business. Okay. You know, the famous book that all business people should read. Of course. Uh, Hannah's. Okay. So, like you're saying, we have a meeting. Right. We talk about what we're going to accomplish. Yeah. We come up with some solutions. Yeah. We implement those solutions. Right. We do it. Well, and a week later, a month later, a quarter later, we come back and say, "All right, this was our problem. Here's how we we're going to solve it." How'd that I, work? How'd that work out? I love it. I love that. Yeah,
0: good, good well, stuff. It's
1: very similar to your after-action review. that yeah. you like from that book. Right. Did you make that up?
0: No, I did not. That's actually, uh, I think the U.S. Army came up with that. Okay. I like yeah. it.
1: Ray, I did want to touch on. I mean, we can wrap up here soon, but the the getting agreement part of, of job requirements or, you know, holding someone accountable is you, I've seen so many like consultants walk into a dealership and say, well, here's, you know, where you can improve. I mean, you know, if they didn't have any tact, they'd say, here's where you're messing up. Right,
0: right, and here's right. what you need
1: to fix. Well, however flowery
0: language they use, this is yeah. ultimately what they're saying, right? <laughs> right? I mean, yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, you, but you got to use flowery language. Oh, of course, of course. Yeah, flowery language. Here's where you're a jabroni. Yeah. Right. So, so here's where you can improve. But, yeah. but I mean, whether you're a BDC manager working with a rep, you're a sales manager working with a salesperson, a service director working with a service advisor, is. Here are the things that I expect for you, the, the goals that I expect you to accomplish. Right. Now, you know, let's talk about that. Because if if I'm the employee and I think, well, gosh, there's no way I can make 100 phone calls in a day. Right. You know, I worked at a BDC across town and I was making 35 and they were okay with that. Right. So I think we have to take some time to show or, you know, walk through these goals and how they are valid. Yeah. Before we can expect, to, you know, they gotta be wholeheartedly into it. Right. They gotta believe they can do it. They gotta be committed to doing it. Right. Or, you know, it's gonna be. Well, that's an unrealistic goal. How right. can I ever accomplish that? You know. Yeah. I might as well start
0: looking for another job. Right. And I've I've shared scenario where yeah uh, ran into that with a brand new BDR who said yeah 100 is unrealistic and I might as well quit now and got her to the point that she said you know what I I. I agree. I could that is possible. Yeah. In fact, it's And, and you, not got, you difficult. did that
1: by sitting down with her for an hour, right? And she right. made like 20 calls in an hour.
0: Yeah. And mm-hmm. She's
1: going to work 8 hours a day. Hell, that's 160 she could Right.
0: Make. Right. So she she certainly, you know, I mean that that was that example, but but I think the bigger principle or the bigger point uh there that I really like is it's you got to start with setting the expectation, right? What is the expectation? And, and talking through the here, let me help you understand how you can accomplish this, right? That, you know, I may set a lofty goal, but then I break it down into here's how you're going to get there. And then as you're building somebody up to say, here's how you can get there, right? And Mm -hmm. I've been there and I understand, and I know it's possible. That's when people start to get excited and go, well, God, you know that sounds really lofty to me, but you know I could do step one, and I see how that would lead to step two, and yeah, by the time I'm at step three, and the next thing I know, I'm there. Yeah, that, let me do that, right? Kind of like a road to the sail, baby. Yeah, you would think, <laughs> right? I mean, but too often I think we just, like you said, set the expectation, and then we check back the first time to tell them they're failing. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, that just
1: breeds frustration in everybody. How about the first time being, hey, how's it going? Instead of, hey, I see you're failing. Oh, right, right. Right. uh, 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 On the contrary, it should be, hey, how's it going? Because I see you're failing. Right, yeah. yeah.
0: (laughs) But but I, I you know if the first time you're checking in is already at the point that they are you know quote unquote stamped a failure at right. the activity, then yeah you're behind the you know curve anyway i mean you you've, you've messed up
1: well it comes back to training and like you say man it, it's it comes down to the the managers uh, leading their team and and taking ownership of their team's success right right you know if, right. if it imp- if it means something to a sales manager that his salesman can hit his personal goals and you know buy his family a house and put food on the table and get a new car, well then then he's going to make sure. Hey brother, what can I do to help? Right. You know. Right. Instead well, of hey you weak suck, how come you <laughs> only close six deals suck. last month? I love that. Right.
0: Uh, and and not to say that the desk managers don't have anything else to do. Right. Yeah. I mean I get you. Know, You know, some of the times where it would be most advantageous to do the coaching are also those times where I wish to God I could stand up from this chair, right? (laughs) I mean, you know, I got, you know, folders stacked up and, you know, I'm, you know, clicking resend, resubmit or whatever. And, you know, I'm trying to answer questions as quickly as I can. And, um, you know, so I get it, you know, life happens. But I, I think you prioritize and you get to the things that are important. And there are plenty of slow times in a dealership, right? I mean, right <laughs> come right. on, I don't care how many units you're doing a month, there are slow times.
1: Well, have you heard of, um, I forget, I think it was Covey, but maybe, I thought it was Stephen Covey, but maybe not, where he has the four quadrants, the uh, things that are important, the things that are urgent, Then right. the things that are important and urgent, yeah. and the things that are not important and not urgent. Right. So you you, and his, you, uh, you work from the most important and most urgent down to the least important and least urgent.
0: Yeah, and built a whole you know time management system yeah. out of that one principle. Of, yeah, and yeah, in, in other books written about it, you know, like Tyranny of the Urgent, one that I love. Yeah. Right. That people just goes into depth as to how people are so busy doing the you know the unimportant the, right, right now tasks. Yeah. The the urgent. Yeah. right That. They they miss out on the important. The important never gets done, yeah. and it's a refocusing of yeah important first, which is a common problem in all businesses. Oh my god! Right? Oh my god! Yeah, but you're I, too
1: busy putting out fires that you can't plan and implement better strategies for the future to
0: avoid the fires. Oh yeah, no, I mean I, I, I I've seen more um more uh, failure or lack of success due to either no expectation being set or an expectation being set without a clearly defined way to get there than from truly just a lack of motivation or ability.
1: I agree, totally. I've seen that time and time again. Well, let's kind of recap. So as far as what accountability means to you and I, I think uh, we started with we all have a personal responsibility. Now, I'm not saying everybody has to be CEO of a Fortune 500 company, but whatever your personal Satisfaction level, you know, in financial and personal gains, and free time and hobbies. Right. You know that you have a responsibility to take action to see that those things are accomplished. Absolutely.
0: Uh, and and yeah. and realize that not everybody aspires. I mean, I knew a guy, uh, Steve, a manager I work with. He was a he was a great desk manager. Yeah. And I was talking to him about, hey man, do you want to you want to uh, move on to be a GSM one day? And he said, "I have no desire to be a GSM." Right. He goes, "I love being a desk manager. I know I'm good at it. I, you know, I like working with the, you know, directly with the uh, the, the salespeople. Yeah. And I'd be happy if I did this until I the last day of work was sitting right at a desk, being a desk manager at a right. dealership." That's exactly yeah, what I mean. Yeah. yeah. Hey, good for you, right? You found your calling. You're happy in the role. <laughs> yeah. you're, and he it wasn't that he didn't, you know, see ways that he could continually improve and better his yeah. processes and utilization of technology and, you know, developing people. But, yeah, he just had zero interest in anything, you know, beyond that. Which, hell, let's face it. A lot of people die without ever figuring that out. Right.
1: You, you know? know? So then... Moving on from that, we, we talked about an accountability to your teammates, to, you know, both the people you're working for, the people that are working for you, you know, however you want to say it. I hate saying work for somebody. Right. You know, you're, you're part of a team here. Yeah. Uh, we just have people that do different roles. Right. But yeah, you have an accountability to those people to fulfill your obligations. Like we said, the Belichick thing, you know, right. do your job. Yeah. Well, I keep going back to sales managers just because they're kind of in the middle here. Right. Where, you know, they they have a responsibility to mentor and lead their salespeople. But then by the same token, their manager has a responsibility to make sure that they're getting off their ass and doing that. Right.
0: You know? And have the tools that they need to be able to do that. Yeah. Right? I mean, you're... You know, I can't say, well, you know, I need, you know, these numbers by such and such a time and I need this report done and I need you to fill this out and I need you to check with the manufacturer. I need you to do all this stuff. Oh, and by the way, (laughs) I also need you to be spending time with the salespeople. And you're going, well, Uh, shit. uh, I I need you uh, to do 25 hours of work in the next six hours. Right, right. right. Yeah. So, you know, it's a matter of them checking in with uh, those managers going, hey, how's it going? What can I do to help you? Is there, you know, anywhere you're running into roadblocks that I can help move those out of the way for you? Um, totally agree. Yeah, totally so, agree. you know, I mean, it's it's all that. that. And, all right. you know, it, it reminded me when you said, you know, that whole, I, I don't like saying, you know, work for somebody. Yeah. You know, uh, Sony Corporation. Yeah. I knew people who uh, were in management at one of their plants, big yeah. plant up in Pennsylvania. And everybody in the plant, from the the general manager of the entire plant all the way down to the, you know, part-time worker, all wore these blue vests. Mm-hmm. And it was, it's Sony's way of saying that, you know, nobody's different. Nobody's, everybody is has the same blue vest on. I don't care if you're, you yeah. know, the top supervisor. It wasn't a red or, vest for the manager. No, or right. Everybody vest. had the exact same blue yeah. vest on. And it was just kind of a visual to go with their, you know, what they were trying to produce in their culture, which was you know, we all are here to do a job and nobody is any more important or less important than anybody else. It's just we have different roles. Yeah. And I thought, that, that's kind of cool. You know, uh, business is easy. People are the hard part. <laughs> oh, yeah? Right, yeah. I like that. Read that in a book somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Handle or Hanny or whatever. Yeah.
1: Handleman's
0: yeah. Guide yeah.
1: to People in Business.
0: Right, something like that. Circa
1: 1846. Right. All right man, well I uh, I appreciate you joining me today to record another episode of
0: Saturday Morning Sales. I appreciate you joining me, John.
1: I appreciate our listeners joining us. Yes, yeah, absolutely. And we hope you'll love joining us again.
0: Yes, we do. Thank you for listening. If you enjoy the podcast, you can go to SaturdayMorningSalesMeeting.com where you can listen to additional episodes, read articles, and learn more about John and Ray.
1: We also cover topics such as automotive sales and service, best practices, training, and techniques that you can put in place today to sell more vehicles and write more ROs. Or gain more dollars per RO. To register for a total dealership assessment, you can visit the website for more information or simply send an email to info at SaturdayMorningSalesMeeting.com. What's that email address again? It's info ray at Saturday Morning dot com. It's inforay
0: at Saturday morning sales No,
1: Ray, it's just info at Saturday dot com. So
0: just info at Saturday dot com. You've got it. Great.